Amen. Leviticus chapter 23. Today we're going to talk about from Passover to Pentecost. Amen. Leviticus chapter 23, beginning with verse 15. Read with me if you can. And ye shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day that ye brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be complete. Even unto the morrow after the seventh Sabbath shall ye number fifty days, and ye shall offer new meat offering unto the Lord. Ye shall bring out of your habitations two wave loaves of two-tenth deals. They shall be of fine flour. They shall be bacon with leaven. They are the first fruits unto the Lord. And ye shall offer with the bread seven lambs without blemish of the first year, and one young bullock and two rams. They shall be for a burnt offering unto the Lord, and their meat offering and their drink offerings, even an offering made by fire of sweet savor unto the Lord. I believe what we have just done just now is a sweet savor unto the Lord. Amen. That worship. Amen. Thank you, praise team. Then ye shall sacrifice one kid of the goats for a sin offering and two lambs of the first year for a sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall wave them with bread of the first fruits for a wave offering before the Lord. With the two lambs they shall be holy to the Lord for the priest. And ye shall proclaim on the selfsame day that it may be in holy convocation unto you. Ye shall do no servile, servile work therein. It shall be a statute forever in your dwellings and throughout your generations. And when you reap the harvest of your land, thou shalt not make clean riddance of the corners of thy field. When thou reapest, neither shalt thou gather any gleaning of the harvest. Thou shalt leave them unto the poor and to the stranger. I am the Lord your God. Amen. That is the introduction to, and that is the giving of the law there in Leviticus. Amen. Of how that they should celebrate on the day of Pentecost, the Feast of Weeks, amen. It has a few different names. We'll talk about a few of those, amen. But before we teach and preach this morning, I want us to pray for the Buford family. I want us to pray for the service going on downstairs. As you know, uh, Brother Daniel Buford lost his father this week, and our pastor, that would be our pastor, Brandon Buford, his grandfather. And to hear these men speak of that man, amen, I believe that they know wholeheartedly that they would not be the men that they are without him, amen. So what a great loss to that family, and we want to pray for them. They're traveling now, trying to get back home, amen. It was an unexpected. They were supposed to just be doing a visit, uh, visiting this week, amen, and as they were down there, he did pass away, and so we want to pray for them. And then downstairs, they're having a special Pentecost Sunday children's service, amen. Brother and sister uh, Caleb and Beth Ann Randall are in charge of that service down there, so we're expecting great things on this day, amen, in the comfort of God, amen? Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we love you. We're so thankful for your word, so thankful for this day and opportunity to be in your house. We want you, Lord, to bless the Buford family, God, comfort them, give them grace and peace today, oh Lord Jesus, to deal. We want you, Lord, to keep them safe on the road and bring them back to us, God, to minister, Lord Jesus, and work in your kingdom. But Lord Jesus, put your hand of comfort on them today and downstairs, Lord, as well as upstairs today, let your will be done. Let your salvation be poured out. Let hearts be touched and minds lifted and strengthened and brought closer to you today, God, in the name of Jesus. Everyone said in Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Sometimes it's important to go back to the beginning, amen, to understand uh, the end of a thing. Can I get an amen? 
Sometimes we look back to the Old Testament to find out what God's will, and, and many times it's a confirmation, and I will say this, if you do not study the Word of God, uh, first of all, I would recommend that you do, <laughs> amen, but if you find uh, sometimes the Old Testament boring, I think maybe you ought to change your perspective and just see that everything in the Old Testament, I meant to mention Brother and Sister Jaco back there, good to have you, I think we ought to give all of our guests a good hand of welcome this morning, amen. Sometimes when I don't have my glasses on, brother, I, I forget things. <laughs> Good to have you. But sometimes uh, uh, we need to just change our perspective and realize that everything in the Word of God, this book, this holy book, is pointing toward our Savior, Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? Today is Pentecost Sunday, amen, and it meant a little bit different. Praise the Lord in comparison, I guess, in the Old Testament than what it does to you and I today. Amen. But it does have a great reflective aspect to it that we can look back on. Amen. And I want to do that for just a few moments. As I mentioned, it was called the Feast of Weeks. Amen. The Feast of the Harvest. The Feast of the First Fruits were some of the names. And that is because on Pentecost Sunday, which also means 50 because it was 50 days after the Passover as we read in our opening scripture seven Sabbaths or seven weeks plus one day counting the Passover day a man would be 50 praise the Lord and so on that 50th day they would gather together and they would begin to uh, um, appreciate some of the things that God has done for them they would have a feast amen and they would reflect on some of the things in the past uh, praise the Lord that has taken over. So ultimately, the if you if you will, the Pentecost that they celebrated, that Feast of Weeks, that Feast of the Harvest, Amen, was a culmination or a climax, Amen, of the Passover. Praise God during that celebration. They would look back to the Passover and they would remember, amen, when God set them free from the land of Egypt. And they would remember that time when God brought the, the, the plagues to Egypt, amen, and he brought his means of setting them free. And you remember what they were, the water to blood, the frogs, the lice, the flies, disease to the livestock, the boils, the hail, locusts, darkness, amen, and that final plague, amen, that was the death of every firstborn, amen, that was not covered underneath the blood, amen. Before that final plague, though, they were instructed, and this is what they celebrate in the Passover, before, amen, that final plague, they were instructed, amen, and God instituted his Passover for them, and he told them that they should take a lamb and slay that lamb, amen, and they should wipe the blood of that lamb over the lentil and over the post, praise God, of that door. He told them to prepare, amen, and roast that lamb that they have just slain, amen, and shed his blood and covered the doorpost with, to roast that lamb, amen, and serve that with unleavened bread and bitter herbs and something that I think we can, we can relate to, amen, as he told them that when you sit down, Brother Miller, to that meal, I want you to have your belt on, I want you to have your sandals strapped up, I want you to have your staff in your hand, amen, he said, I want you ready to go, amen, I, I believe 
that God wants us ready to go today. Amen. I believe that there are things taking place in our world that we don't have to look far. We don't have to look high. We don't have to look low. We can see that something is taking place. And you and I ought to be ready. Amen. We ought to find ourselves behind the blood. We ought to find ourselves behind that protection. Amen. That God has given us. Praise the Lord. That that sure thing. Praise God. That when that trumpet sounds, you and I are going to come up out of this dark world. Can I get an amen? Amen, amen. They would reflect back, praise God, to when God, amen, was for them, if you will, in that Passover time, that he was for them in providing them with a means and a way out, praise God, that as they stood, as they stayed back behind that blood, they could listen, I'm sure, and I don't want to be too gruesome this morning, but I'm sure that they could listen to the wailing and the screaming as people found their 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 children or their husbands husbands or their livestock amen because it affected everybody that was a firstborn amen as they stumbled across them I'm sure that they could stand there with staff in hand and their shoes in their their sandals on their feet amen I'm sure that they could hear that and begin to 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 feel that feeling of 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 almost like helplessness amen and thankfulness at the same time that they had been protected that they had been provided for that God was for them, amen. They could no doubt feel in that moment like never before, amen, that God was for them, that God was on their side. Surely in that moment of desperation and desolation outside of the blood, when people were passing and people were falling, amen, surely in that moment it was then that they knew God was for them. Maybe it wasn't in what most Moses had done. Maybe there were still some that had held back in, in the things that Moses had said and done and, and they had witnessed a man before Pharaoh. But in this moment, they had to understand that God was for them. Another reflection was when they would look back, amen, to Mount Sinai when God would give them the Torah or his Ten Commandments, amen, and he would give to them the law and the word of God, if you will, amen, and they would reflect back on that moment to, amen, when God would thunder in that cloud and thunder in that mountain and Moses would come down. Surely you've at least heard that story and Moses would come down with the tables of stone and he would have the word of God for for them, amen. He would have those ten commandments, praise God, for them, praise the Lord. It was in that moment, and it's on that day, that feast of weeks, that feast of the harvest, that feast of the first fruits, or Pentecost Sunday, that they would reflect back and understand that God is with us, amen. So we know that they would reflect and talk about his time in the Passover when he was for them, and we know that when he would finally deliver his word, amen, that he was with them and he would travel with them and fight for them. Amen. Seven weeks plus one day, 50 days after Passover. Amen. God would command that they would come together and sacrifice. Amen. And remember. Amen. This was a celebration. Amen. Of their deliverance from bondage. A celebration of their deliverance. Amen. From Egypt. 
a celebration, praise God, of the end of the harvest. And when God had given them the first fruits, they would wave loaves of bread. They would sacrifice animals. They would come together, amen, on that day with a moment and a heart full of worship and appreciation for a God that was for them and a God that was with them. Can I get an amen? We stand here today, Pentecost Sunday, 2017, amen. We celebrate many, in many different ways than them. Obviously, we're not going to wave loaves and, and sacrifice animals, and we're not going to do that, amen, because God, amen, has torn the veil, amen. He's allowed us to come in to the Holy of Holies, and we are in a different time, amen, than they were. But we still celebrate Pentecost Sunday. We still celebrate 50 days after the Passover or after what we would call, amen, many of us would call Easter, praise the Lord. We're not going to have a feast today, amen, but we are going to celebrate. We are going to recognize, amen, that we have a God that is with us. Let me read that to you. John chapter 1, beginning with verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. He was in the world, and the world was made by Him, and the world knew Him not. He came into His own, and His own received Him not. But as many as received Him to them, gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Watch this in verse 14. And the word was made flesh, amen, and it dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the begotten, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23 says it like this, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, being interpreted, God with us. I'm here to tell you this morning on Pentecost Sunday, we will celebrate a God that is with us, amen, when Jesus Christ, amen, the only begotten Son of God, robed himself, amen, or rather he became flesh, amen, and dwelt among us. God, his word, amen, was, became flesh and dwelt among us. We celebrate today because we have a God that is with us. We have his word. We have his presence, amen. We have his name. We have his touch, praise God. It's more, amen, than just a thundering and a lightning on the side of a mountain, amen. We have a, a Jesus. We have a Savior, amen, that came to this world, that became like us amen amen so that we could become like him he came and laid down his life he came to be with us amen he came to be for us praise God and we will reflect and we will amen experience praise God like they did amen just like he did to deliver his people from the bondage of Egypt amen and they were enslaved and they had taskmasters praise God over them just like he did for them we have a God that is for us that has come to deliver us from our sin amen each and every one of us were born with that sin nature that amen that nature that even still takes over today in some circumstances amen but God is for us amen and so he robed himself in flesh he became flesh amen hallelujah and to deliver us from our taskmaster that is sin 
Can I get an amen? He came to deliver his people from this world. Can I get an amen? And when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, it bringeth forth death. Amen. Romans says this in chapter 5. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man would some dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us. Watch this. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, now being justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Hallelujah. Can I tell you this this morning? That they were saved by staying behind the blood, but you and I will be saved whenever we are plunged beneath the blood. Hallelujah of Jesus Christ. When we go down in the name of Jesus Christ, I'll just go ahead and preach to one or two then this morning. Amen. I wish I had some Pentecostals in the house that have experienced the death, the burial, and the resurrection. I wish there were a couple more people in here that had repented of their sins, that had been baptized in the name of Jesus. Christ that can say yay and amen I believe what the preacher is saying I'm here to tell you that when Christ died he did it for us amen and on this Pentecost Sunday we're going to look back to a God that was with us to a God that is for us amen and when he shed his blood and it's applied to our life how through baptism in the name of Jesus Christ when we go down in his name we are going down in the blood of Jesus Christ amen and when we come out the taskmasters are gone the bondage of sin has been released hallelujah when we come out you want to talk about being free there's nothing more free hallelujah than a brand new start from a God that says now your sin is as far from the east as it is from the west hallelujah there's nothing more free hallelujah to represent God being for us than when we can look out there and we see those that are in bondage, those that are addicted to drugs, those that are promiscuous those that are looking for love and they're lost and they're undone and they're blind, hallelujah, and they're wandering, nothing is more free and delivering and and a realization to us that God is for us than his blood and he did that, hallelujah while we were yet sinners, hallelujah, just like we can look back and we know that the children of Israel could not set themselves free and just like we can look back and reflect and understand that they could not get themselves out of bondage, amen, as they sat still in bondage, as they sat still enslaved, hallelujah, he provided them a means that when death come walking down the streets that day, hallelujah, it would pass over them, hallelujah, it would go beyond hallelujah and over them and skip those that were protected by the blood I'm here to tell you today that when the death and the sting of sin and the victory of the grave hallelujah comes knocking on your door hallelujah I'm here to tell you we are at the culmination of redemption this morning because God hallelujah by his blood is taking away the sting of sin and the victory of death hallelujah I'm here to tell you oh death where is thy sting and oh grave where is thy victory hallelujah it's something we know God is for us because he has delivered us by his blood can I get an amen praise God all Christians amen to all Christians this New Testament day of Pentecost hallelujah 
has an even deeper meaning now. It's that it's the as 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 it was then the culmination of the Passover. Today it is the culmination, it's the climax, amen, of redemption. Today we celebrate, amen, that they had God with them as we do, and we have God for us as they did. Hallelujah. Amen. But thanks be to God that to, for his work at Calvary, amen, and the outpouring of his spirit on the day of Pentecost, amen. That today we not only have God. God for us we not only have God with us but we have him within us within us today Acts chapter 2 says and when the day of Pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place amen can somebody come turn my notes and suddenly there came a sound let me, let me point something out to you. This is when the day of Pentecost was fully come. We're in Acts chapter 2, amen. Beginning with verse 1. We're talking about celebrating a God that is for us, that is with us. And then on this day, this day of Pentecost, he took it to the new level of a God within us. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. Hallelujah. First John 4.13 says, Hereby know we that we dwell in Him and He in us because He hath given us His Spirit. Hallelujah. This, this within us now. We, we, we have gone beyond just a God that is for us and a God that is with us. And now on the day of Pentecost, we celebrate, amen, a new experience where God said, I'm going to take this beyond the Jews and I'm going to include the Jews and the Gentiles. Hallelujah. I'm going to take this beyond now. Now I'm not going to just be for you. Now I'm not going to just be with you. Hallelujah. But I'm going to be within you. Amen. John said, it's how we know that we're the sons of God. It's how we know that we dwell in him and he in us. Because he has, because he has given us his spirit. That happened on the day of Pentecost, amen, in Acts chapter 2 to the first church, praise God. Watch this. Je Jesus was eager, amen, that even we would have this gift. These are his words in John 16. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Hallelujah. And Acts chapter 1, and being together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For truly John baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Let me explain something to you. Jesus was even eager in telling them that you ought to, you ought to be, uh, uh, happy that I'm going to go away because if I go away hallelujah I'm going to send you what I promised you I'm going to send you a comforter I'm going to send you a helper hallelujah I'm not just going to be for you and with you I'm planning on being in you hallelujah by my spirit hallelujah he said I'm going to send him back do you know what that means that you and I hallelujah have a deeper uh, amen understanding and we have a greater opportunity that now the Holy Ghost uh, can be within us uh, 
I believe it was Romans that said we are the temples of the Holy Ghost hallelujah that dwells in us amen when he sent that comforter when he sent that helper hallelujah do you know what it means to be able to walk through this life now hallelujah with somebody not just beside me not just with me but in me hallelujah to help me navigate the darkness of this life praise God he said, I'm going to send the comforter to you. I'm going to send the promise to you. I'm going to send that helper to you. Hallelujah. That whenever I am in you, amen, when my spirit is in you, when those dark hours come, when those times of depression come, when those times of loneliness come, or even whenever you're on the mountaintop and everything's going well, I'm going to be in you. I'm going to be a part of you. You're going to bear my name. Hallelujah. There's something greater. Hallelujah. Than just having him with us and for us but having him within us and that's what happened on this day who's it for amen I love Revelation chapter 5 verse 9 when it says this and they sung a new song saying thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation who is this for, amen? This experience on the day of Pentecost, it's for every kindred and tongue and nation and tribe and color and race and economic background, amen. It's for every single person, amen. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God wants everyone to have his spirit inside of them. Amen. Let me read to you again in Acts chapter 2. Where we read, we read earlier that Peter said, when, those, when they asked him, amen, what must we do? What shall we do? And Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Watch this. This is the... This is the Pentecost Sunday, amen, that was poured out at the beginning of Acts chapter 2. And after all of that took place, after all of the, the, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, as the Bible tells us that they poured out onto the streets, amen, and people began to ask questions. And Peter preached a message, and you can read it for yourself in Acts chapter 2. Peter preached a message, amen, and he preached about Jesus and them crucifying him, amen, and he talked about the death, the burial, and the resurrection. And then all of a sudden there was a question in Acts chapter 2, verse 37. Now when they heard this, what when they heard what? When they heard Peter's message, about the crucified Christ, amen. They were pricked in their heart and they said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise, he's talking about the Holy Ghost, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off as many as the Lord our God shall call. In the Old Testament, they celebrated a God that was with them and for them. In the New Testament, amen, when we talk about the day of Pentecost was fully come, we're talking about a God that is for us and with us and wants to be within us, amen. We're talking about a God that doesn't want to leave us alone, that doesn't want to have us walking of our own, uh, amen, uh, skills and abilities, amen. He wants to empower us. He wants to empower us with his spirit, amen, to be overcomers in this 
life, to no longer be under the slave, uh, amen, of sin, to no longer be under the bondage of this world, praise God, but to be delivered, hallelujah. The Bible says that when we come up out of that water, amen, that baptism that Peter talked about when he said, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, that is for the removal of your sins, amen. As, as blank as the back of this paper is, amen, that is your list according to God, amen. Now, if you've broken some laws, the cops may catch up to you, but amen, as far as your sins and your transgressions, amen, God is going to wipe them clean, and as far as he is concerned, the Bible tells us this, that when we come up out of that water, we come up a new creature in Christ, hallelujah. Let me just tell you my personal story, amen, and I'm not going to give you my whole testimony, but when I came to God, amen, whenever I came to the church and God found my life, amen, I was addicted to drugs, I was I was brought up in a violent home, amen. I had all kinds of problems, and you can just you can just know what comes along with those things. There was nothing more attractive to me, amen, than a God, hallelujah, that said, I'm for you, I'm with you. But here's what I'm going to do, Keith, a little step further. I'm going to take you down into the water, hallelujah. And there was something, there was nothing more attractive to me than somebody telling me, I'm going to give you a new start. I can wash away your addiction. I can overcome, hallelujah, your challenges. I can, your background doesn't mean anything to me anymore. Your upbringing doesn't mean anything to you anymore. Your examples that you've had in your life, they are no longer your examples. I'm your God. I'm your Savior. I'm your deliverer. I'm your healer. I'm going to relieve you of your sin. I'm going to wash away, hallelujah, your transgressions. That's what happens in the baptism in Jesus' name. It doesn't matter who you are or where you've been or what you've done hallelujah it may matter to some but to God everybody whosoever will hallelujah can come and receive his salvation he is here to redeem you that's what the day of Pentecost is about it's the climax and the culmination of redemption hallelujah it's the moment where he's you can repent of your sins it's the day hallelujah where you can be baptized in his name and his blood will be applied to your life And no matter what's going on outside of that blood, you are safe. And he's going to fill you with his spirit. And his presence will ever be with you. Hallelujah. No matter where you go, God will be with you. No matter what you experience, he's going to be inside you. No matter what you are going through in your mind or in your life or in your family or in your job, you're going to have that voice of his spirit that's going to lift you and strengthen you and carry you through. Hallelujah. And bring you out on the other side. Amen. That's the power of the day of Pentecost. Why don't we stand to our feet? The music to come, amen. If you are here today, I want to explain something to you because sometimes it can sound a little overwhelming and a little, amen, like an information overload all at once to hear these kinds of things. But let me explain something to you. What was going on on the day of Pentecost 
was an identifying a man with the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It was, it was the, the fulfillment of prophecies in the Old Testament. It was the fulfillment of things that would take place. It was Joel that prophesied. David prophesied. Others prophesied that that day would come. Amen. When he would pour out of his spirit upon all flesh. Amen. That day was prophesied about. And this was the coming of that day. Amen. Let me explain something to you. The death and the burial on the resurrection today on this Pentecost Sunday. It's simply this. Repent of your sins. And that is identifying yourself with his death. Amen. The burial, his burial. Amen. If you will be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Did you hear that word? The remission of your sins. The removal, the wiping away. If you'll get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ today, those sins will be washed away. And then he promises and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, sometimes we complicate that, and we try to take the Holy Ghost, and we come up here, and we try to get the Holy Ghost, and we come up here, and we try to, to, to I don't know, lasso it or trap it or, or make it surrender. Amen. I'm here to tell you, right now, if you repent of your sins, God wants to fill you with His Spirit. Right this moment. He wants to give you His Spirit. You need only, Sister Sorrels, receive it. Just like I'm handing something to you and you take, you need to receive it. It's that simple. So if a little bit of this is information overload, and a little bit of this maybe I'm, maybe I'm not a very good preacher and you just didn't understand very well because I'm not clear. There's a three-step process. Here's where you have to begin. Repent of your sins. We, we can help you with step two, and God will take care of step three. But your first step today is to repent of your sins, to simply ask God to forgive you of your sins. That word repent means to turn, Brother Miller. It simply means maybe you won't be able to, to and it's not a physical turn. Well, in some cases, it might be a physical turning. Some of us had to move out of our situations and our circumstances. We had to turn and go somewhere else. But mentally and spiritually, this repentance means that in my heart, I was headed this way. And now in my heart, I want to turn around and I want to move toward God. I hear Him calling me. I feel Him tugging at me. I want to move toward Him. Church, would you begin to pray? Would you begin to pray for those that are here, amen, that may be making a decision, amen, to just repent of their sins. The Bible says that there is joy, amen, in heaven over even one sinner that would repent, amen. So this morning, I'm going to encourage you to begin to repent of your sins, amen. Church, would you pray? Would you create an atmosphere of prayer, amen, where somebody may be bowing their head and closing their eyes and just saying, God, I, I can't even list all of my sins. Lord, I, I can't even think of all the things that I have done, but God, you know, you know all things and I ask you today to please forgive me I ask you today to take those things from me, I ask you today to, for your mercy and for your grace, would you just begin to pray, I know your head is bowed and your eyes are closed, would you begin to pray and talk to God and create an atmosphere here, if you are here this morning and you feel like you have need of the Lord would you just begin to repent of your sins would you just begin to ask God for his forgiveness, I promise you that he is faithful and just to forgive our Bible tells us, tells us that 
that he is faithful and just to forgive. He is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. What you are doing right now, when you repent, you are doing the will of God. You are in the will of God by repenting of your sins, by asking his forgiveness and his grace and his mercy. I wonder this morning if there is any that would come, amen, that you want God to fill your life with his presence and his spirit. You have not yet experienced this Holy Ghost, amen. I assure you today, you will not be disappointed. You will not walk away from here let down if you allow God to touch your life by his presence, amen. Is there any that would be willing to step out and come that would maybe take the hand of, of, a, of one of the saints beside you or somebody that brought you or somebody that's with you that you would like to take their hand and come down and just begin to seek God and talk to God and open your heart to him, amen. We won't put you on the spot. We won't surround you. We won't, we won't bombard you, amen. We just want you to come and have a conversation with God. We just want you to come and open your heart to him and allow him to touch you. I want you to consider baptism. If you've repented of your sins, amen, and you've never been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, let me tell you, there's a difference between being baptized in Jesus' name and being baptized any other way. The Bible tells us that there's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved, amen. If you're going to be baptized, please be baptized today in the name of Jesus Christ so that his blood will be applied to your life and your sins will be washed away, amen. I want you to consider that if you've repented of your sins to be baptized in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Why don't we gather as a family, amen. We're going to sing, amen, this song before we dismiss. Praise Breathe on me. Would you begin to come? If you're a guest or a visitor here, we're just going to sing a song in dismissal. If you'd like to come down and join us, amen. We're just going to worship the Lord on Pentecost Sunday.